Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to 100 Yards of Football. If you like the video today, please come in and share it. I surely appreciate it here on 100 Yards of Football. Special thanks to my very talented producer today, Mr. Logan Landers, for making it happen. Today's topic of 100 Yards Football today, should Caleb Williams, outstanding quarterback of the University of Southern California, should he shut it down for the rest of the season? If you like the video, please come in and share it. I surely, surely appreciate it here at 100 Yards Football. USC, man, 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 California, yay! The city of Compton, Hollywood, John Wayne, Caleb Williams. The topic of this past week, I'm not going to put the gentleman's name out there, but he put it out there on a national level. He's part of a very good show that I like, and I like the young man uh, played at the University of Texas, but I had to agree with him. Um, he put out there after Caleb Williams and the USC Trojans lost to Utah last Saturday night that Kayla Williams probably need to consider shutting it down for the rest of the season. And I said, you know what? Until then, the young man I thought was a little bit overboard, but I like what he said because he had guts. And it kind of sent shockwaves all through the country about Kayla Williams, certain things he's quitting on the team, certain things he's being selfish. But I thought about it overall. And I remember Kayla Williams if you're talking about being selfish, okay, think about this. When he was at the University of Oklahoma, before he followed Lincoln Riley out to USC, he waited till his time, and he was put into a football game against arch-rival Texas. The score was 28-7. to 7. He didn't complain. He stood his ground as a true friend, got his time, and he performed at a high level. And Oklahoma won that football game, and Kayla Williams was born on the college level. Then he followed Lincoln Riley out to L.A. And I think people forgot what he actually said and what he meant. He said he was there, no individual awards, but to win a national championship. And I remember what he said when he won the Heisman after his great sophomore season. And all you people out there that want to throw him under the bus, Stetson Bennett and C.J. Stroud was Heisman finalists. And what did he tell those two young men? He said, hey, winning the Heisman is a great award, but I'd rather be in their shoes playing for a national championship. See, when you start criticizing the individual, you need to think about what the individual said before he gets to your school. Caleb Williams said he came out there for one thing out there at USC. Don't look at his NIL deals. Don't look what he's doing off the field. Don't look at his Heisman commercial. He wants to win a national championship because he's at a school that's had history, not finishing second. Can I go back to O.J. Simpson? Can I go back to Sam the Bam Cunningham? Can I go back to Richmond Batman Wood? Can I go back to Marcus Allen? Ronnie Lott, come on, man. Matt Leinart, Reggie Bush, Pete Carroll, John McKay, Pat Hayden. That school don't believe in second best. They believe in national championships. 
Caleb Williams is still projected to be the number one pick overall answer today. I don't see no problem him shutting it down. Number one, look at the remaining schedule for USC. They got a red-hot Oregon team coming up. Coming up, They got a red-hot Washington team coming up. They got arch-rival UCLA. They might not even win no football games. Then Caleb Williams has a bad, bad defense, like bad, bad Leroy Brown out of Chicago with that song. Their defense is bad. Subpar offensive line. He's been killed, getting killed the, throughout the whole season. It just came to the head when they went up against Notre Dame. No shot at the national championship. No shot of repeating at the Heisman Trophy. I don't think he really cared about that. No shot again in the college football playoffs. And if he's got great teammates, they will understand because it's a business decision. If his teammates really believe in him, and as a team, they say, we understand because you have opportunity to be a first-round pick. And you can change everything in your family, such as generational money. And most of all, Caleb Williams came out. And I remember what he said week before. They said, if I get drafted by a team, I like to have a percentage in the team. Maybe that's something to think about. Then you think about loyalty, man. You think about loyalty. Caleb Williams has did everything he could at USC. I'm sorry. What does he have to play for? Nothing. What, to go out there and take a chance of getting hurt? Getting a chance to put out a millions? He's probably a millionaire at the college level with his NIL deal. But he gets hurt. Then where are the teammates? Where are the coaches? And see, look at all these college coaches making all this money. And when they get a new job and jump and go on these 10, 12 million dollar salaries, nothing can say it. But at the end of the day, Kayla Williams got to look out for number one. Give you some true stories here before I move on. This not facts, these true stories. I was at the University of Arkansas as a true freshman in 1978. They had a running back that came out of Montgomery, Alabama, Jefferson Davis High School. He was one of the top three running backs in the country, Thomas Brown. Right now, he's a minister in Montgomery, Alabama, last time I checked. Super football player. Alabama wanted him bad, and he did elected to go to Arkansas. His freshman year, I remember him the first game as me being a freshman on campus as a student. Went down to Little Rock, Arkansas, because Arkansas used to play half of their home games. They're split it in, with Fayette, in Fayetteville and Little Rock. They played Vanderbilt. Thomas Brown took a kickoff back 100-some yards for a touchdown that took Arkansas over the top to win that football game against Vanderbilt. After that game, a lot of people were talking about he had a great chance to win the Heisman. As a freshman, throughout his career at Arkansas, well, you know what? He hurt his shoulder. And I didn't think he got surgery, but he came into his sophomore year with a shoulder problem. Got hurt again, shut it down, got surgery. Never came back to Arkansas, never got back on the field. One of the reasons, because Gary Anderson replaced him at the tailback position, but most of all, Mr. Brown had to retire, if I'm recollecting, based on my information, because of the injury to his shoulder. What was family then? What was all the namesayers? They forgot about Thomas Brown. 
another individual by the name of Edward Simmons out of Texas. One of the baddest, baddest boys to run the football in the state of Texas. They've had some great ones. Erie Dickerson, Billy Sims, Earl Campbell, Johnny Bailey, all of them at a high level. Craig James at the running back position. Booby Miles. Edward Simmons was considered to be the best of the bunch. He was 6'4 and ran 100 meters at a 10-4. And I go back to when he was a true freshman in the Oklahoma-Texas shootout, the Red River shootout. He had a 58-yard run in that game as a true freshman. But he battled injuries throughout his career, had four major knee surgeries at Texas, on two on both knees, battled serious injuries. There was a guy that came to Texas as a, out of high school, Hawkins High School, had over 2,900 yards rushing and 38 touchdowns, considered the greatest running back in the state of Texas. Let me throw Dover, David Overstreet in that mix, too. Went into the 1987 NFL draft and didn't even get drafted. What was family then? Nobody around. Bring up another true fact. A young man that just got paid in the NFL level. Just got paid as the best paid defensive end in National Football League history, Nick Boza. On September the 20th, 2018, he tore his core, had a core muscle injury. I think it was Ohio State's third game of the year against TCU, and he shut it down. He got some flack from some of the Ohio State fans, but it wasn't that much. Some of them called him the P word, but... You know what? In the 2019 NFL draft, he went overall number two. And you know what? He just signed a five-year, $170 million deal, $50 million guaranteed, $31 million a year. He shut it down. He took a little flat. One nothing said after that. And then I hear these people on the national level quitting on the team. He should play the rest of the year. Uh, I'm not raised like that. Well, let me tell you something. Caleb Williams has got to think about number one, his family. He has what I call the golden card in his hand. I don't think a lot of GMs throughout the National Football League will have a problem him shutting it down because you know why? If I was a GM, I would look at him like this. Here's a guy that came to Oklahoma, highly recruited, knew he had to sit for a while. He said his freshman year wasn't expecting to play, but Lincoln Riley had enough confidence to put him in a game that was really going to decide Oklahoma football season against Texas. Texas up in that game 28-7. You saw the rest come into fruition. Caleb Williams went on and had an outstanding season at Oklahoma. Then Lincoln Riley took the job at USC, and he brought Caleb Williams with him. And then what did Caleb Williams do? He took USC to the last weekend of almost getting into college football playoffs. And he still won the Heisman Trophy and played the whole second half with really a torn hamstring. See, nobody mentions that. Nobody mentions that he put it on the line and he could have really had a damaging hamstring that could affect him for the rest of his career. It upsets me that you people on a national level and you played in the league don't do your research. 
See, all you do up there, you look at a situation and you don't look overall. What reason would Kayla Williams need to come back to USC? For his team, his teammates? Understand that, but no. He got to think about number one. He's going to be the first overall pick in a 2024 NFL draft. The guys literally for two seasons carry USC. And you know what? This year that bad defense and caught up with Lincoln Riley and them. 47 points given up to Notre Dame. 33 points given up to Utah. I'm sorry. He's done what he's had to do at USC. There's nothing wrong about sitting out, and I'm not going to judge you not one way or another. And I don't think no GM in the National Football League is going to look at that. What they're going to look at is the game film and his ability to make plays, his ability to lead a team, his ability that he's played at two major programs and has played at a high level. This is a guy that's played at USC with a lot of football history and won a Heisman Trophy. With all those great players. And the remaining schedule, you playing against Oregon, you playing against Washington, you playing against UCLA, and your defense, you have opportunity to lose at least all those games. Bad defense, sir, par offensive line, no shot at winning the national championship. Think about what he said at the Heisman ceremony one more time. Even though this trophy is great. I'd rather be in a seat with Stetson Bennett and C.J. Stroud and winning national championships. That's what it's about. I'm sorry, USC doesn't have a chance. This season is over with. And then look what Nick Boza done. September 20th, 2018, he had a serious injury and he shut it down. He didn't come back at, at the Ohio State. And he went number two overall in the 2019 draft. And he just signed the richest contract for a defense alignment. Five years, $170 million, $50 million signing bonus, $31 million a year. Then I heard somebody say, well, he got to get ready to play in the league. He's already there. He got to get ready to play in the league, to audition for a job. What, what more do he need to do? Kayla Williams, if you come across this video on 100 Yards of Football with Vincent Turner, man, take your money and go to the league, bro. You don't have no reason to play the rest of the season. You have enough game film. You are outstanding player, and you are generational talent. If you like the video today, please come in and share it. We'll surely appreciate here at 100 Yards Football. Special thanks to my producer, Mr. Logan Landers. California Yaya. The city of Compton, Hollywood, Kayla Williams. Man, time to shut it down, baby. Just like I'm not going to put his name out there, but he told the truth. It's no reason to play another down in college football this season. And I don't care about him letting your teammates down. I don't care about being selfish. You only get one shot in this life to make smart business decisions. This is a business decision for you and your family. God bless you and 100 Yards Football. I'm Vincent Turner. Thank you for listening to Believe. 
You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.